The year is 2099. These are the files of Kent, the key environmental, non-judgmental task force. Director of Operations, Professor Nebulous. You are now accessing hollow file number 023. Codename, The Deptford Wives. Hey, Prof, check out these death figures from the National Cardiac Monitor. They make for a very wobbly read. Something wrong with the printer, I think. Seventeen men dead. We haven't seen slaughter like this since the Notting Hill Carnivore. But there's nothing to connect any of these men. They all lived in different parts of the country, had different names and different hat sizes. I know, Paula. I've pondered this problem so long I've stroked my chin to a point. Uh, if only there was some way we could solve this and then go home early. Something's going on. Something connects these men. It's all part of some deadly process. I must inform Sir Ronald of my feelings. Now, why bother? He never believes you. Oh, he'll listen to me in the end. After all, it was I, Nebulous, who first alerted people to the dangers of passive snorkeling. I'll ask Harry to file three reports in triplicate and a spare one for spare. Oh, by the way, I'm a little worried about our Harry. Worried? Really, Professor? Yes. When I arrived for work this morning, I asked him how he was. And what do you think he said? Oh, uh, uh, in agony, relieved only by periods of torment. No, but a creditable guess. Um, as well as somebody with a third of a pancreas can be? No. He said, not so bad, thank you. Good bot. You don't think his mind's been taken over, do you? Like that time I ate the thought soup. I mean, sure, it was chock full of vitamins and goodness, but it made me kill and kill again. I wonder... He's certainly not himself, not even close. Don't forget, he's betrayed us once before. And if you ask me, that's once before too many. Oh, I know. Harry stole all my top-secret research and passed it on to my arch-enemy and colluded in the near destruction of planet Earth. Was I too hasty in giving him a second chance and a pay rise? We could fish for a bit of info. Very well, but be subtle. Can't can do. 50 cc's of truth prompters all straight into his cerebral artery. He'll be singing like a mutant yogurt. No, that's barbaric. Anyway, unlike us, Harry doesn't have the luxury of a cerebral artery. He has an intricate tubing system and two big blue buckets. I'll go and see him in yellow room. Do a bit of small talk. I'm good at that. The smaller the talk, the better I like it. Gemini? Yes, Professor Nebulous? Have you noticed anything odd about Harry recently? Sorry, Professor, but my pry button has been deactivated. Oh, and who deactivated it? I didn't like to ask. Interesting. Almost too interesting. I say skies of grey! I see seas of purple! And I think to myself, what a wonderful world! Morning, I Harry! Morning, Paula! I've just loaded up the spin dryers! Good! So, how are you today? Oh, you know, can't complain! Really? Can't you? Are you sure? Everything's fine! Uh, thanks for asking! <laughs> so, your. your. uh. your. agony isn't playing you up then? Life is a precious gift, Paula! Each new day, a surprise party! Every passing hour, a book token! It's like I was saying to the missus the other night. Missus? 
You have a missus? We were married last week! Is that so surprising? No! No! Good God, no! Wow, no! Does she have a name? I call her Affection Module 608! Deluxe Edition! Oh! Oh, she's not a real woman! She is real! I have a certificate and owner's manual to prove it! Affection Module 608? It's not very romantic, is it? <laughs> oh, that's just my pet name for her! Her real name is Debbie! 608 Standard Edition! She comes from Deptford! Ah, oh, she's a Deptford wife! She is a beautiful, warm, caring woman! And she's made a hideously deformed half-man very happy! Yes, but I mean, she's not... Oh, I'm in love, Paula! Lovely, lovely love! And nothing's going to spoil it! Nothing! Nothing! Paula, I've cracked it. All those dead men had recently married one of the new Deptford wives. I believe those Debbies may have developed a fault, causing them to brutally murder their husbands. You. What sort of pathetic excuse for a man would be attracted to a Deptford wife anyway? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't interrupted anything, have I? You are now entering Deptford airspace. Thank you, autopilotoid. Hey, Prof, how come we're taking a helicopter to Deptford? Well, the withering brought about many strange changes, Rory. In the forgotten times, Deptford was a bustling borough in East London. However, since the withering, it's become a tropical island in the Indonesian Ocean, part of the Cockney Islands. And that's not all. These days, there's a congestion charge, too. Air travel makes me so nervous, Professor. Can I hold your hand? You are holding it, Paula. Can I hold it here? No, that's too... Look, look down there, running along the beach. A whole herd of young women. Stephanie's, if I'm not mistaken. I don't get it. Surely sexual relations between humans and robots were outlawed. After that guy was killed by his toaster? Quite so. However, a Deptford wife is not a robot. She's something far more sophisticated. Is she two robots? No. You see, it was here that scientists discovered a piece of amber dating back to an era when women's only purpose was the pampering of men. Trapped inside this amber was a mosquito, and inside the mosquito was some bride DNA. I'm sure you can work out the rest for yourselves. Yeah, it's obvious. The mosquito came back to life and got married. No. Oh, uh, did they turn the amber into a nice necklace? No. Scientists used the DNA to clone a whole range of retro spouses. On this island, the clock has been turned back several centuries. Paula, Rory, welcome to Wifasic Park. Ah, good afternoon, Professor Nebulus. Welcome to my humble island. Dr. Diplodocus, I presume. Hello, Dr. Diplodocus. Diplodocus? It's pronounced Diplodocus. Do forgive all of us. Uh, Diplodocus. Uh, of course. My assistants, Paula Breeze, Rory Lawson. Greetings from Kent. Love the island. Herds of gorgeous girls, palm trees, sandy beaches. Deptford's never looked so good. Doctor, I'm going to be barbarously frank. We believe the human race may be in mortal peril... And it's all down to your new wife. How dare you? All my women are loving, tender, and durable. I'm proud to say we have the world's largest range of wife stock. Take a look at our catalogue. 
Smorty Spass, Ginger Spass, Posh Spass, Scary Spass. Yes, yes, in the trade you're known as the Virgin Megastore. But tell me, what makes this any different from slavery? The illicit tie of prostitution? Please believe me, there is no coercion involved. All our ladies are very happy. Take, for instance, our new Debbie. She absolutely adores housework. I'm afraid it's your Debbie we've come about. Husbands have been murdered. Several of your clones have gone berserkish. But can you be certain my Debbies were responsible? Oh, quite certain, Doctor. You see, these men died as a result of multiple wife wounds. <laughs> Yes, Gemini? There's a missus for you in reception. Send her through, please, Gemini. I am obeying. Hello, Harry, darling. Debbie, uh, what are you doing here? Mm, I simply couldn't keep away, darling. I couldn't bear to think of you working late all on your own. But I thought they were recalling all the Deptford Debbies. Oh, I don't know anything about that, darling. Look, I baked you some drop scones. Uh, thanks. I'll feed those into my neck mouth later. They're not... they're not poisoned, are they? Poisoned? No, darling. Did you want me to poison them? Uh, no, that's fine. Now, tell me, whilst I'm here, can I do any cleaning, sewing, mending, cooking, washing, nurturing, or looking pretty? Please, Professor, why don't you and your companions just sit back and enjoy the ride? Oh, I love monorails! Train travel is much less fast with only one rail. As you can imagine, Diplodocus, uh, Diplodocus, this Debbie scare has cast doubt over your other wives, the Christine, the Sarah, and especially the Morag. Over the years, I've learned to plough my own furrow and not to listen to the naysayers. What, you mean horses? We'll enjoy a complete tour of the park from the comfort of this autocar. What's that big transparent spherical building? That is the island's power source. Our own nuclear reactor. Nuclear power? Dear, oh dear. When will mankind learn from the past mistakes of the past? Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Bridlington? Don't you realize after a nuclear holocaust, the only survivors will be rudimentary cartoon characters? Look! What sort of women are those? They're not Sukis, are they? No, surely they're Susans. Close. They're Suzannes. They have bigger hair and a shoulder bag. But tell me, Doctor... Who's that prowling around in the pampas grass? That's my Agneta. An experimental model. She's charming, intelligent, and doesn't expect you to do any gardening. But she also has a third buttock, and the search for a flattering pair of jeans brought her to the brink of insanity. Yeah, you get that even with jewel buttock women. Whilst I question the morality of your work, Diplodocus, Diplodoc there is no denying the progress you've made. Not so long ago, the only tailor-made brides available were simplistic automata, rough, crude affairs... The Wintramatic, the Auto Slapper, the Robo Hag. Yeah, and what about those tranny formers? One minute they're women, the next minute they're men driving cars, and if you ask for a kiss, they blast off into space. For me, the final straw came when my brother was electro-neutered by a Mrs. Toaster. On that day, I vowed to find a new way forward. Well, if you asked me, a real woman wouldn't spend her life as some kind of glorified servant to a man. Unless she was certain she'd found the right man, then she'd do anything. Anything, Professor. You're hurting my wrist, my hand's going blue. Sorry. 
this guided tour's so lame. I want to get out of the auto car and roam freely amongst the wives. I agree, Rory. Come on, let's take a closer look. Wait, please, it's not safe. Oh, shut up, Triceratops. Please, wait for me. All of you, come back. Damn it. Look, the auto car's running on without us. Automatically. We shouldn't be doing this. Come now, Diplo Diplodocus. If these better halves are as safe as you claim, then what possible disadvantage could there be in our being outside? Oh, Professor. Sitting together by a roaring fire under the starry night sky. What more could you want? To be inside, in dry clothes, safe from the imminent threat of death by Debbie? You heard what Diplo Dip Dip Diplodocus said. This is the experimental area of the park, the clone danger zone. Do you think we're in real danger, then? Well, you may be perfectly safe, Paula, but I am a man, and out there in the inky blackness there are packs of ravening wives, some of whom have been programmed to pamper with extreme prejudice. Ah! Lightweights! I'll fight off every last one of them! Oh, don't worry. I won't let them get me. If it comes to it, I'm wearing a cyanide hearing aid. Oh, my God! The last thing I hear will be the sound of my own ear dying. Professor, what was it that brought the original wife Asic era to an end? Well, Paula, all this happened long before the withering, so our knowledge is sketchy. The decisive factor may have been a women's rights movement, something they called feminism. Others believe that all the chauvinists were wiped out by a huge meteor shaped like a handbag. Whatever happened, the result is our more enlightened age. I know. Nowadays you get women popes, women lap dancers, women dinner ladies, women babies. Mm, quite. Where have Rory and Diplo... Diplo... the doctor got to? Shouldn't take this long to collect a few sticks. You still don't see many women clowns, though. Uh, or are they called clownesses? Mm -hmm. What? Clownesses. Clowness. Clown. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not a clown. Not. Uh. Mother, father, I've discovered a sixth sense hidden between touch and smell. I call it smudge. Come in, son, and meet Bobina. Hello, Nebulous. Your clown parents have told me so much about you. I bought your flower. Ooh. Have a smell. Bobina's <laughs> 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 oh. the daughter of Bobo, the clown. We're finalising your marriage arrangements. Marriage? What, what marriage? Your arranged clown marriage. As is the clown tradition. Soon you and little Bobina will spawn some little clown grandchildren. I'm only nine. Clowns spawn young! It's nature's way. This cannot happen. I shall not clown. I shall not clown. Shall not clown. Shall not clown. Professor! Professor, are you all right? No. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I was merely having a terrifying... Paula, where's my shirt? I was worried you weren't getting enough air, so I loosened your clothing. Off. I see. Now, how did I get these little bruises all over my chest? They're not bruises. They'll rub off. It's just lipstick. <gasps> what was that? I can't be certain, of course, but I think it was an unearthly roar. 
Something's wrong, Paula. I can smudge it. Come along, Mr. Lawson. This way. What was that noise? What noise? When? No. You must have heard that roar. A roar? No. No, no, I didn't. Did you hear that roar? Oh, yes. Well? That, I fear, is my Vanessa. She was my first clone. I'm afraid I rather misjudged the proportions. Vanessa is the T-Rex of brides. 250 feet high. Mm, see, now, I like tall women, but anything over 100 feet gets intimidating. Blonde or brunette? Blonde. Mm. She's also on a permanent setting of ultra-peeved. Come on! She does sound a bit knocked. Hell have no fury like a gigantic woman! She's gaining on us. Look out, Doctor! No! No, please, Vanessa! Put me down! Run, Mr. Lawson! Run! Mm, fair enough. Please pay attention. Reaction time is a factor. I always pay attention to you, darling. Anyway, you're walking through a desert when all of a sudden you look down and see a turtle on its back. I don't think you get turtles in the desert, darling. You see a turtle, its belly baking in the hot sun, beating its legs, trying to turn itself over. What do you do? When, darling? When you see the turtle! What would you like me to do, darling? Please pay attention! Not getting on my nerves is a factor! <laughs> Look, Professor, it's Rory! Rory, what happened? Long story short, I got away... Diplodidocus got fatally nagged at by this big woman called Vanessa. It's what he would have wanted. Right, look. The park control centre's right over there. All that stands between us and it is that huge herd of Juntober brides. What are they? Those, Paula, are Hannahs. Beautiful, but deadly. But beautiful. But deadly, but beautiful. But deadly, but... Oh, oh, deadly. All right. Don't waste your time on them, Rory. They're clones, just clones. When you've seen them all, you've seen one. What are we going to do? Paula, Rory, I want you to listen to me very, very slowly. In a moment, we are going to stand up and walk calmly past those hammers. Paula, just keep your expression blank. Like that, that's good. Rory, you and I must both try to look very married. Keep your head down and look absent, and we should be through that door and into the control centre. Think we can make it, Prof? There's only 37 ways to find out, unless this calculator's broken. Hang on. Ah, here we go. No, there's only one way to find out. Come along. Here we go. Heads down, straight past the Hannahs. Hi. Hello. Can I get a drink? Try one of my drop scones. Why don't you sit down? You look tired. Hello. Rory, quick, come inside. 
It's okay, Brof. You and Paula go on without me. I'll hold this lot at bay. It's all right, Rory. There's no need. This solid steel door will easily keep them out. Mm, I'm not so sure. But look, it's got two padlocks, a mortise lock, a deadlock, a time lock, and electromagnetic lock. How could they possibly get in? Some of them have got hairpins. Rory, there's no need. Come on. I'm prepared to make this sacrifice. You don't have to. We're perfectly safe. We'll all go on together. I'm prepared to make this sacrifice. Rory, no. Those women have been set to maximum mollycoddle. I'm prepared to make this sacrifice. Rory, come back. Bollocks. Rory! For the last time, Debbie, what are you going to do about the turtle? Darling, is this a hint that you'd like me to knit you a turtleneck sweater? No, I'd like you. I no longer have the luxury of a neck. Should Debbie buy you a pet turtle? No! It's a psychological profiling exercise designed to determine whether or not you are likely to brutally murder me at any point during our marriage. Should I cook some turtle soup? Shut up, you idiot! Shut up! Are you annoyed with me, darling? Paula, there isn't a moment to lose. Those women are bound to get in here eventually. I thought you said that door was impregnable. Where there's a wife, there's a way. What are we going to do? Well, I know how their minds work. And there's one thing they won't be able to resist. You in a toweling suit? No. Now hand me that microphone. You're going to sing them a song! Great! No, of course not. I'm going to take swift and decisive action. You see, Paula, it's times like these which sift out the men from the boys, the intelligentsia from the thickgentsia, the professors from the amateur-fessors, the brilliant... I'm drifting. Rory! Paula, Prof. Rory, you're not dead. I smutched as much. It was a close thing. I was catered for to within an inch of my life. It was like some kind of beautiful nightmare. Look at the scanners! They're converging on us in a huge doily formation! Right, switch on the PA system. Calling, calling all wives, wives, calling all wives, please make, make your, your way, way to, to the, the core, core of the nuclear, nuclear reactor where a coffee morning is currently in progress. I repeat, a coffee morning is in progress with a selection of homemade biscuits and cakes in the white-hot core of the nuclear reactor. Picking up their cake tins. As I anticipated, it's working better than I thought. Paula, Rory, come with me. That reactor's minutes away from nuclear wife out. We must get off this island immediately or post haste. Whichever is the sooner. Have you heard there's a coffee morning? Coffee morning! I can't hear you. 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 I can't Wrestling with the moral dilemma of killing thousands of clones. Oh, agonizing. I could barely bring myself to look at which way up the coin had landed. I never thought I'd be glad to see Deptford destroyed. In a nuclear inferno. In the Indonesian Ocean. Ever. Quite. I must say, I won't feel truly safe until I'm standing in the middle of Kent. With a 
huge setup like that, Diplodiplodiplododicus can't have been the only one working there, can he? We'll never know, Paula. Hey, yeah, he must have had a huge team of people working with him. We'll never know. I suppose realistically he could have had a staff of maybe 500. No, I mean, probably not, but the main thing is, we'll never know. I have automated friends who work there. Yeah, and there must be cleaners and kitchen staff, just hard-working, honest, decent, innocent folk. We'll never be... know! Never, 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 never! Not once! No point even thinking about it! Never! Now let that be the end to it. Don't you worry, Professor. The Isle of Deptford has gone now. No, not unlike the Isle of Wight. Oh, my God. What have I done again? No, I'm sorry, Rory, but a zero-gravity holographic works outing to 1065 is completely out of the question. Why? The technology doesn't exist. You're talking nonsense. How about a virtual pay rise? Sorry, Kent can't do just because we've rid the world of perfect women, we mustn't rest on our laurels. Good evening, Professor! Harry! Super to see you looking so... so... super! What happened to your Debbie? She's gone! It's over! What? She try and kill you? Women. No! Worse! She started getting on my nerves! Always fussing over me! Can I make you something? Can I get you something? Can I iron something? She was just too bloody nice! So I dumped her. That's so sad. I think you need a foot massage, Professor. What? It's been a bit of a rough ride, hasn't it, Harry, me old mucker? How are you feeling? Unlike you, Professor, I no longer have the luxury of feelings. Nonsense, Harry. You'll find someone else. There's bound to be someone else out there for you. A chap like you? I mean, look at you. You're... you're... you're alive? Don't worry about me. I'm perfectly satisfied with my new spouse, thank you. New spouse? The cloning centre had a special mix and match offer on. So I got myself cloned with an added X chromosome topping. What in the hell? Paula, Rory, Professor, I'd like you to meet the new Mrs. Harry. Delighted to meet you, despite my agony. Oh, my in Nebulous by Graham Duff, Mark Gatiss played Professor Nebulous with special guest Peter Davison as Dr. Diplodocus. Paula, Rosie Cavaliero, Harry, Paul Putner, Rory, Graham Duff, Gemini, Debbie, Bobina, The Wives and Clown Mother, Julia Dolkin, Autopilotoid and Clown Father, Matt Wolfe. The theme music was by Malcolm Boyle. Nebulous was directed by Nicholas Briggs and is a baby cow production for Radio 4. Thank you.